Alright, well, what do you say, uh, what do you say we do this, hmm? Alright. Well, you said something last week, and I have to bring it up because I want to just go ahead and get out of the way. But, last Sunday, it was, it came out, it was reported that Mike Leach was in the hospital. And you said something about next week's episode could be very sad. Uh, and it, it indeed is. I, 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 I hate to say it, but, um... Mike Leach did indeed pass, and uh, very um, sad moment. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and talk about it, so we don't, you know. I mean, that's what he would have wanted the spirit football to continue. But it's just, I don't think there's any other sport on the face of this earth that has one person that symbolized the spirit of that sport, like Mike Leach symbolized college football. Mike Leach was a human incarnation of the chaos that makes college football so great. And honestly, him being dead is... <sighs> it's probably one of the worst things that could have happened in college football. Like, coaching turnovers, teams being bad, uh, dynasties dying. It's all one thing. But Mike Leach... <sighs> he, he was college football, in a way. And all his contributions to the way that the game changed, honestly, his name belongs in the same breath as people, uh, contemporary people like, uh, like Saban, uh, like Dabo, like the great coaches that we have. And granted, you know, was, you know, he never had these huge winning records. He never, you know, never went to a playoff or anything, but I mean, I, it's, it's, no one can deny the impact that the air raid has had on college football and really to a certain extent, the NFL. So yeah, for him to be gone, <sighs> college football is just a little, a little bit less fun now. So it's weird to be, it's weird to like, and I won't say emotional cause I'm like, I'm not crying over anything, but to feel this bad over someone that I never, I never met. I never knew uh, I've never really had any reason to have any deep emotional investment in him, but to feel this bad that he's gone, I, I think speaks to what a big personality he was. And I mean, there's, there's no, I mean, there's no one else even remotely like him that can take his place. So, um, we're very, we're very sad to, we're very sad for him to gone, but I mean, that's the reality of it. Uh, he did, uh, I, I believe, I don't know if we we postulated on it last week, but we did say that it, it might have been a stroke, might have been a heart attack or something. It was a massive heart attack, and uh, that was the same thing that took my uh, granddad. And once you have a massive heart attack, I mean, you're still alive, but clock's ticking. So, yeah, uh, we're definitely gonna miss him. We're gonna miss him a lot, but. Like I said, you know what he would have wanted? He wouldn't have wanted us to be upset. He wanted what he would have wanted us to enjoy football. And you know what? He would have wanted us to laugh at Florida. He would have wanted us to laugh at Florida. What a clusterfuck. It has been rough. So let's talk tonight on the show. So we got Joe beats Tom. And I listen, from Joe's on lips, Joe is Joe. So Joe is Joe. And Joe I'm is a Joe. Very big Joe fan. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, oh, my God. Frank Gore. Holy shit. 
That... I don't even know what to say, man. Frank Gore. That's well, all you gotta he, say. He is the child of Frank Gore himself, so... And that's true, and he actually was at the game, interestingly enough. It's good <laughs> speak, to you, children. Speak, speaking of Florida, Florida collapses, and I... I feel like that's almost not even a strong enough word to describe what the fuck happened to Florida. Um, uh, what would be a better word? Shits the bed, pisses themselves, molest a child. No, wait, that was their that was their quarterback. Oh, too too soon. Oh, their former quarterback. Former quarterback, yeah. Uh, Rip Mike Leach, of course, and then the Pats' bizarre heartbreak. Man. <laughs> Okay, whatever. What whatever. was he cooking? I just <laughs> exactly. I just I was. We'll talk about it, but I would just like to be in his mindset at that exact moment. Like, you know, the voiceover. It was at that moment he realized he fucked up. <laughs> God damn it! Anyway, let's just let's just jump right into it. So. College football, bowl week, of course, started Friday, bright and early at 10.30. I was at Kroger. I didn't watch it. And we then went and got some Chinese food and watched Home Alone 2, as is tradition. As is tradition. Very based. Very so, based. I was working. So. It, well, that's not based, but, well, in its own way, I suppose it is. Uh, I didn't watch UTS and Troy. I caught the tail end of the UAB game, though. A very good Very decent game. Very decent game. But, uh... <sighs> You know, who the fuck cares? So let's get on. Let's get into the real fucking meat. All right. Florida, Oregon State, SRS distribution, Las Vegas ball. You got Kirk Herbstreit on the call. You got fucking Pat McAfee on the call for some reason. So when you know when those two are in the booth, it's going to be a wild time. All right. So we got Jay Miller, the third, the third up uh, at quarterback. Uh, Richardson's out. The other guy's a chomo. So this guy, this is yeah, this is string. this is your guy. Um, he sucked. Uh, I think it's fair to say uh, because yeah, Oregon, now, what's kind of shocking about the score is like they didn't even turn the ball over. No, they just plain sucked. Yeah, they just could, they just could not do shit with the ball. Every time they got it, I mean, you can see by the stats here. You know, Miller couldn't move it through the air. They couldn't move it on the ground. Nothing. There was no movement in this game. 219 total yards and like Oregon State wasn't too much further ahead, but that's just how effortless they made it. Because every time they scored, they just it was just, you know, done. Like, let me look at this. So eight plays, 65 yards, nine plays, 59 yards and 10 plays. 64 yards and that was pretty much you know that's what it was like every single play then you got a fucking fucking two plays seven yards and then their longest was a 13 play 98 yards but that's it this was the game sucked because this is what i was gonna say because oregon state is not just some powerhouse or anything i mean yeah they're ranked they're number 14 they're 10 and 3 but you know in the words of you know what's her name they ain't played nobody paul Florida. Yeah, I mean, they did upset Oregon and knock them out of any contention, so that was pretty basic. Yeah, but I mean that's a rivalry game, baby. You know you sure. can't you can't say shit about rivalry games because you throw the record books out at that point. Yeah, this game, 
Uh, this was one of those where at a certain point they kind of, you know, games turn into a runaway when like the show becomes more about like the commentators than anything else. Yeah. Uh, I did notice a a stat here. The attendance was less than 30,000 people, uh, which to me is crazy. It's, it's fucking Las Vegas, dude. You use that as an excuse to go to the code of Las Vegas was the Florida fan base just like, eh, fuck it. I guess probably a shitty was, year. Yeah. Shitty year. One quarterback's hurt. The other's a pedophile. Fuck it. Staying here in Florida. Ah, oh, man. Poor Billy Napier. I guess. I don't really care. Fuck Billy Napier. All right. We got the uh, Scott Statterfield Bowl, Cincinnati and Louisville. Uh, Scott Statterfield, of course, leaving Louisville to go to Cincinnati after Luke Fickle is going to Wisconsin. Yes, maybe something like yeah, something like Wisconsin. that. Uh, this was another. This was another one where it's just like the Bearcats just couldn't do shit with the ball. Louisville turned it over four fucking times. Right, the Bearcats yep. could only eke out a hundred and twenty-seven yards of offense total. We got Pratter at seven for fifteen. Is this the is this the fucking pre-war era? Is this like non-inflated balls? Are we just throwing a, a half-inflated pig bladder around? The fuck kind of stat is seven for fifteen? The fuck? Oh it's my! Like, I guess they tried to run the ball thirty-eight times, even though it wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, our, our boy Evan Prater ran the ball thirteen times for negative thirty yards. <laughs> That that's a hell of a stat. Um, that with his that with his QB style. Look at that. Look at that. Chef kiss twelve point QBR. Oh man, you uh you love to see <laughs> averaging negative two point three yards per attempt. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh oh man. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say this is one of those things like, cause these two, these two teams, you know, pretty evenly, uh, whatever match, I, I guess you would say talent wise, I guess this is one of those things where just, this is just like who wanted it more, you know, Louisville's coach heading to Cincinnati. They've got something to fucking prove. You know what I mean? So you can oh, chalk yeah. it up to that. You could chalk Listen, it up to Cincinnati. They're gonna have a shit season next year. I'm calling oh, it. Oh, most certainly. But uh, shout out to this guy named Blue Smith. Man, imagine naming your kid Blue. Man, that just seems like. Oh, and he looks like this. Oh, 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 fucking buckwheat Zydeco looking head. Oh man, how is this is guy's rough. head? How is his head like a triangle? It like go. It like goes out as it goes up. What the? Oh my god. I'm a, I'm I'm a pray for you, Blue Smith. Fucking hell, man. Oh, and he's from Ohio, too. That Ugh. Poor kid. Fucking hell. All right. <laughs> we got the Jimmy Kimmel LA ball presented by Stifle. Stifle? I don't know. Uh, Fresno State Bulldogs versus the Wazoo Cougars. Uh, you, th- <laughs> you know, we'll just mark this up to Wazoo being depressed about Mike Leach dying. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll just mark it up to that. Um, yeah, that's valid. 
I did. Uh, I had a lots of positive things to, when we briefly spoke about them. I had a lot of positive things to say about Fresno State. Obviously, playing in the Mountain West, uh, you know they fucking play it like you know 9 p.m. on ESPN seven or something. You, not a lot of not a lot of TV time, but they were they were a decent team, man. They were they were a decent team, and it was good to see them come out against a you know they're a group of five school. It's good to see them come out against a power five school. Uh, a Pac-12 Power 5 school, yes, but a Pac-5 nonetheless. And just kind of, just kind of, no pun intended, dog walk them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the stat line here is kind of nuts. 182 yards to 501 for Fresno State. Just what a clinic. 24 for 36 and two touchdowns for Mr. Jay Hayner. Oh, man, look at look at this guy. He's just a... Oh, he ain't... Oh, dog, he ain't even smiling in the headshot. He ain't even smiling. You know, he's all business. That's that's it. He's all oh, yeah. business. Dude, this guy looks like he's trying to sell me insurance, dude. On oh, God, man. And he does look like... I mean, his name is Jake, too. He might be Jake from State Farm. <laughs> I mean, might turn out better... <laughs> might turn out better than the last... Do you remember... Um, before Stetson Bennett was, like, the standout quarterback for Georgia... Uh, they had Jake Fromm. Do you remember Jake Fromm? I do, because he started some games in the NFL. He did. And do you remember that? Because they were they were pretty decent uh, with Jake Fromm. Well, they were they were decent despite Jake Fromm. And there was all this hullabaloo. And like the second he declared, he got like all these ad deals with State Farm or whatever. And yeah, then he got in the NFL and. I don't know how many games he started. I don't know how many he played, but it was just like after a few weeks, he was just he just disappeared, and you never heard from him ever again. I don't even know if he's still playing. He's a backup for the Commanders right now. He, uh, yeah, he started two games with the New York Giants in twenty twenty one. So, yeah, when Danny Dimes got hurt, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I just, every time I think of Jake from State Farm, I think of it. But yeah, Jake, Jake Hayner, you know, future best salesman at State Farm. Love to see it. Got an arm on him. Just what a, what a beatdown. You love to see. You love to see the the underdog. No pun intended. So. All right. Here here's here's my game of the week and my dog of the week all in one. So that's how you know it was a banger. The Rice Owls at five and seven. Went into the Lending Tree Bowl in M- Mobile, I think. I think it was in Mobile. Cause, yeah. yeah, Mobile. Yeah. At Hancock Whitney Stadium. Oh, man. Classic stadium. Uh, to play my Southern Miss Golden Eagles, sitting at a crisp six and six. All right, I'm just going to get out of here, get out in front of this and say, I don't even know who the fuck our quarterback was because Frank fucking Gore Jr. That's right. a lot of fucking yards. Listen, I, all right. So first off, can the man pass? Yes, he can. Two for three, 19 yards, a touchdown for a 99 QBR, which, by the way, was better than our actual quarterback's QBR. Shout out. Then this man does this. 21 carries, averaging 15.7 yards for two touchdowns, knocked off a 64-yarder, for 329 yards. That is a FBS record, an FBS bowl record, and a Southern Miss Golden Eagles record. 
Holy shit. Watching this game. Oh, by the way, that was after a, like a long touchdown got taken off the board for some stupid bullshit. So that, that number could have been nastier. Fucking this kid. It's it's a good thing he popped off because there was a moment in the third quarter where it looked like you guys were going to blow your very so, large lead. So, yeah, it was 17-3 to 3 going into halftime, and then just for laughs, we let them put 21 points on us in the third quarter. You know, just for laughs. Just to, you know, just, you know, haha. Yeah, definitely, definitely weren't upset or anything. Yeah, but... just for the memes. Uh, then the fourth quarter happened, and we just apparently went, oh, fuck, we actually, we actually kind of want to win this. So how about let's shut them out and score two more touchdowns and call it a night. This game, I'm telling you, okay. So yeah, you cut out that third third quarter. This game was E-L-E-trick. Electric. This game popped. And even if you add the third quarter and look at it objectively, you know, not as a Southern Miss alum, it popped off because in that third quarter, Rice was doing it. All right, Paget, not bad. Passed for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, also, Shadow, was there no turnovers in this game? Uh, oh, no, there's a lot. Fuck. Oh, uh, it was mostly fumbles oh, and yeah. shit. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, there was one where fucking... It was so funny. There was one where Frank Gore got it knocked out, right? They just punched it out. And then, like, we held them to four and out. And, the, the like, two plays later, he just pounds out, like, a 30-yard touchdown run. It was, it was just like, okay, well, you look, he might have knocked it out of my hands. But, uh, yeah. Shout out this... Shout out this game had only 6,000 less people in the stands, right? Which is which for this stadium is near capacity, twenty thousand people. Than the Florida, Oregon State game. Of course, to be fair, to be fair, Mobile is only what hour and a half from Hattiesburg. It's uh, a lot easier to get to than Vegas. Yeah, in terms of driving. Yeah, uh, and then Rice. Where's Rice? Houston. Well, Fuck, I know, dude. that's that's quite a trip. But uh, yeah, no, this was man. This was a game. This was a game. I, I'm so happy. And I tell you what, what was the best part of it was. Was at the very end of it, uh, Frank Gore Jr., all the other guys on the squad. Uh, he was being interviewed. You could just tell there's like a camaraderie and a culture going on down there. Uh, that new coach, he is. He's got something cooking in Hattiesburg, man. He's got something cooking down there. I feel like we could be maybe next year, but definitely within two or three years, we could be back to like that prime, like Larry Fedora era style Southern Miss, where, I mean, we're just pounding out like seven, eight, nine win seasons, you know, going to bowls, just, you know, uh, just in time for him, of course, to leave and go to a better school and leave us in a fucking dumpster again. So... Yeah, probably. I mean, that's a shame. That's like the, that's the bad part of being a fan of a group of five school. Like, you know, you're you're a stepping stone school. We are. Unless you just like, I was going to say, unless you get like just that alumni that comes back and he just wants to do it for like the love of the program. However, the problem is our only one living like big alumni is, well, Brett Favre. Yeah. So, yeah. That's probably not happening. So, 
Uh, let's just go on and move it on here. We got a SMU and BYU. Uh, uh, the New Mexico Bowl didn't watch this one because uh, it was in the same time slot as Rice and Southern, I believe. But it came down to a one-point game. Holy shit. Uh, you you, lo you love to see this close. You don't love to see Southern, uh, Southern Methodist losing, though. Uh, it came down to a two-point attempt. Oh, hey, to see it. Um, actually, yeah. Uh, I I always want to see Southern Methodist come back. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard not to say Southern Mess. I always want to see Southern Methodist come back because you know they had that big death penalty in the '80s, and uh, you know they've been so close to greatness. Air quotes a couple of times, but it's just like forever elusive for them. Uh, very confusing on the this headshots on ESPN. Everyone's wearing blue, so that's not helping. Uh, Mordecai, Tanner Mordecai, right? Yes, Tanner yeah. Mordecai, third, 27 for 37, 218 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, shocking fucking BYU won this because the quarterback stats here, and I know they're a run team, but seven for 12, 47 yards and an interception. I think they would have been better off just not having a quarterback at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, woof. Um, Shout out this guy named Sol J. Maiva, Mayava Peters. It's one hell of a name. Was he the one that came up behind the coach and started screaming something in Polynesian? I've got no idea, dude. <laughs> I think he might have been. Yeah, Sol J. Maiva Peters. That is a hell of a name. He don't be smiling in his headshot neither. That's how you know, man. That's how you know. Uh, yeah, shout out BYU. Uh, fucking enjoy your party. Go crack a fucking cold ginger ale, I guess. Yeah, go enjoy soaking or whatever. Oh, mm. And then finally, the I'm going home to my wife ball. North Texas and Boise State Broncos. Uh, this game, of course, notable because the coach of North Texas, who's been there for like 10,000 years or something, Infamously quoted as saying, uh, when asked if he's coming back next year, and he said, well, my wife said there will be a man sleeping at the house next year, and if I want it to be me, I better show up. So uh, he might not be coach next year. So it do be that Well, I mean, it do be that way. So, I mean, coaches' wives are understanding, but after like 20 or 30 years, it's like, uh, all right, all right, honey, come home. You're done. Yeah, like, for real you're done <laughs> so uh i didn't watch this again i mean these some of these balls are just utter snooze fest i will look i'm just looking at just going by the stats like what happened in that fourth quarter all right first quarter three to nothing second quarter seven points six points third quarter 14 from unt and 22 from Boise, and then in the fourth eighth and seven it popped off in that what is it with third quarters i, I guess it's coming out of halftime yeah but man what a game i would have liked to actually seen that but uh yeah oh well anyway uh oh no i have one more to mention actually i have to look under fcs the uh what are we going to call this? The Goodbye Dion Bowl. Jackson State Tigers playing the North Carolina Central Eagles in the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Went into overtime. Eh, this, one's, this one sucked for me personally because, you know, you, you, so 
in overtime, Jackson State gets into the red zone. It's third and goal. Quarterback drops back. He finds the one fucking white boy on the team, right? Wide yep. open. Wide open. And what does he do? He drops it. He drops it. And then, of course, on fourth down, he couldn't find anybody. It's like, man, how are you, how you going to let the white boys down, man? How are you going to let us down? Come on. Oh, I, yeah. I have received word that he has officially been thrown out of the Caucasian society. So if anyone's looking to pick him up, he's available on the waiver wire. Uh, yeah, yeah, this was, uh, this was their only loss this year, actually, Jackson State. They were undefeated other than this, and it was, I mean, it was a very close game. It was a very good game. But you have to ask yourself, as with most things, like, if Dion wasn't leaving, do they win? Like, how much, how much does that weigh on their mind? Probably a lot. Probably a lot, so... Uh, but they didn't, uh, man, shout out, shout out to these HBCUs almost filling up the, uh, uh, God, fuck that just baited me. I keep, whenever I see Mercedes Benz stadium, I keep thinking new Orleans cause it was, there was a new, it was the Mercedes Benz super dome for so long, but now they moved their naming rate to Atlanta, which is cringe, honestly, because new Orleans yeah, is a much, fuck Georgia. Yeah. New Orleans is a much better city than Atlanta. So, uh, Whatever, fuck that. So that was an honorable mention. Uh, I did want to give a little shout out here that the the FCS championship, right? Which we don't talk a lot about FCS, but the FCS championship is going to be between North Dakota State and South Dakota State. (laughs) The battle for the better Dakota. Yeah. Shout out to the South Dakota State Montana State game, by the way, which was played in, I believe, negative 12 degree weather. So. God damn. Yeah. I guess, I guess they do have some pretty crazy weather going on there, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to see. Well, it was in Brookings, South Dakota, but I thought I thought it was like at night or something, but no, it was like 3 p.m. Shit. That's depressing. So, yeah, there was 7,000 people there. Jeez. I'm shocked there was that many. Damn. Uh, let's get back into FBS, though. So we got a little bit coming up this week. It's Christmas week. So, uh, Bull <clears throat> Media is in full effect. Tuesday, uh, do we not have any Monday? I could have sworn we had one. We do. We have Marshall Yukon. Oh, sorry. It was fucking, yeah. We got Marshall Yukon. Yukon's going to be fighting for a winning season in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, Listen, I ain't going to tell y'all what happens in Myrtle Beach, so could affect it. We'll see. Uh, What do we got here? Eastern Michigan and San Jose State and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I don't know shit about either of those teams, uh, but I like Eastern Michigan because their their logo is just a big ass E. Yeah, so and they're not fun. like California. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. Got uh, Liberty and Toledo in the roofclaim.com. What is roofclaim.com? Roof. I am too. Uh, well, uh, oh okay. It is a how it is a roofing repair website. And they are the well, proud. Like sp- they are the proud sponsors of. Get this, the Boca Raton Bowl, of course. The what is that? The is it the AAC champ football championship? No, American Conference. Sorry, the American Conference. But then they're also the proud sponsors of LSU and the University of Kentucky. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? 
All right, cool. Uh, Must be a very large roof replacement company. Him, well, it's probably like a nationwide kind of thing. But anyway, in the Go Fuck Yourself Hugh Freeze Bowl, of course, big headline there is Liberty has lost their head coach. Hugh Freeze went down to Auburn. Uh, do they play better? Do they play worse? I don't know. Toledo is a MAC conference team, so I feel like you should beat them, Liberty. And if yeah. and if you don't, that's kind of embarrassing. So, but I guess you did lose your coach. So, yeah, but Toledo with a rocket. That's true, and uh, that's really cool. So, I feel like I'm pulling for Toledo. Wednesday, Western Kentucky at South Alabama in the Arnell Carriers New Orleans Bowl. I guess they're not at South Alabama. They're at South Louisiana. Uh, I don't know shit about either of these teams, but I do know that Western Kentucky's mascot is scary as fuck, so I'm pulling for South Alabama. You know, all I know about Western Kentucky is last year they had one of they had the best quarterback season in college football history. Is that right? Yeah, old Bailey Zappi. Oh shit! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy how like really good quarterbacks come out of like just literal who colleges sometimes. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't know that he's really good in the NFL, but he had pretty insane stats, like six thousand passing yards, seventy sixty two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I like to. I'm I'm believing. I'm a I'm a big zappy uh, believer. I, I actually recall earlier in the year you were a big zappy hater because they don't were think like so. trying to replace Mac Jones with him. Oh yeah, that guy. No, no, fuck him. So yeah, I was yeah fuck say. that guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, Thursday, we got Baylor and Air Force at the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, Baylor is favored. Baylor had a little bit of a disappointing season, going 6-6. Six and six. Air Force, weirdly enough, is like the only good uh, Armed Forces Academy this year at 9-3, and three, while Army and Navy were at like, like significantly losing seasons. So shout out to that. Go Air Force, man. Um, yeah, you would think with, with being the Air Force, they would chuck the rock, but they don't, and that really lets me down. Well, I mean, that's just that's like military academies. They just love pounding the ball. So, sure, but because they are the air force, they should I get be required it. to throw the ball. And I agree. And never we run should. It. Uh, I, I I think when you know the good people take over America, and by good people I mean football fans, when we rightfully storm, uh, um, for for reasons on Twitch, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Anyway, when we take over, we should amend the Constitution that Air Force has to run an air raid offense. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Friday. Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Houston. The Radiance Technology. Oh, my. What What the fuck is Radiance Technologies? Y'all are just making shit up at this point. Uh, Radiance Technologies has been at the forefront of this directed. What? Those are. It's just that's like a bunch of like a bunch of fucking corpo speak. Oh, it's, it's def- a Department of Defense yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. Man, ah, uh, you know, uh, you know, not to get political, right? But I'm not a huge fan of defense contractors sponsoring college football games. Like that just feels wrong. You know, yeah, it doesn't have. Isn't that like basically them using our tax money to fucking sponsor the game i i i like indirectly yeah i'm not it just feels wrong it feels real wrong and i don't like it but welcome to america baby 
Uh, shout out to it being in Shreveport, Alabama, too. Great city, by the way. Stop. It sucks. Louisiana and Houston. Uh, Louisiana had a little bit of a disappointing season. Houston, you know, not bad. 7-5. and five. They've been doing all right. Uh, Houston is a touchdown favorite in this. And, yeah, I can see that. But, again, it's a bowl game. You know, people... Playing harder. Shout out. Oh, fucking shout out. It's going to be 33 degrees in Shreveport. Fucking, I think Friday is the day. Oh, but that's at 2 p.m., by the way. Base? Well, Friday's the day that I think. Let me pull up the weather here real fast. Like, so what was I complaining about uh, last week? How hot it was, right? It was hot. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, So last week when we were talking, I think it was like, I don't know. It was like in the 70s or something. Friday, it will be a high of 40 and a low of 16. Yeah, that's not too bad. We got a low of 11, but a high of 49 on Friday yeah, here. Yeah, but I live 90 minutes from the Gulf of Mexico, so shouldn't be sure. that fucking cold. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's pretty much all the South, but not a fan. Speaking of people I'm not a fan of, Wake Forest and Missouri. Man, you know, so the SEC's already off to a bad bowl season. Florida got demolished. We're 0-1. But I tell you what, I wouldn't mind seeing us go 0-2 if it meant Missouri losing. Because I hate Missouri. Uh, playing Wake Forest in the Union Hall Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa, Florida. At, hey, Raymond James Stadium. Uh, Fuck Missouri. Uh, fuck Missouri. Moving on. Uh, yeah, I agree. Fuck Missouri. Oh. Saturday, Christmas. Oh, man, I'm imagine playing a ball game on Christmas Eve. Well, it's in Hawaii, though. So, uh, The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, Middle Tennessee. Oh, I mean, I think you already know who we're for. I mean, come on. Middle Tennessee. Man. Shout out to Middle Tennessee getting to go to a bowl game in fucking Hawaii for Christmas. That, yeah, especially given how cold it's going to be in Murfreesboro on Christmas Eve. I think they're... They're going, yeah, this was this was a pretty sweet deal. So uh, San Diego State is a, a touchdown favorite in that. But, you know, it's a bowl game. So and I, I like to believe that they will portray the spirit of Tennessee uh, while beating those dirty California bastards. So same, same. And that's college. There's more bowl games, but we'll talk about that next week. So, uh, but there was NFL this weekend. Yeah, a little a bit. lot of it. A little bit. Let's go back to week 14 huh, for a second and talk about Monday Night Football. Oh, God damn it. Oh, wait, no, not God damn it. We won. Okay. Yeah, uh, Patriots beat the shit out of uh, the Cardinals. Kyler Murray got hurt. Uh, the Manning cast had fucking big ass hats on. Yeah, I was just laughing because I saw that that picture pop up. Uh, I mean, not a super amazing game out of the Pats, but they beat the shit out of the Cardinals. So that's a dub, I guess. Uh-huh. And they hurt Kyler Murray, which is also a dub. Oh, that's a huge dub. Are you kidding? Their stadium is called State Farm Stadium. Yeah, that's cringe. Well, they're the red team, dude. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but. And State Farm's got a lot of money. And it's that's that's about where the good times for the Pats end this episode. Yep. It sure as was. 
Oh, I'm on the wrong wrong week. There Wolf. we go. All right, hey. Thursday. Niners, Seahawks. Uh, Niners coming off a short week. Brock Purdy's still learning the offense. He's banged up. He's got like, I don't know, he like hurt his oblique or some bullshit. Hmm. Which, you know, oblique is, I believe, medical for some random bullshit somewhere in your body. It's uh, your shoulder. Or... I, 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 no, I, I believe it's quite literally what I said. Okay, keep talking. I'm going to look that up. That's all right. And... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember looking this up. I remember looking this up. It literally is just bullshit gobbledygook. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, Brock Purdy, he's doing what the Niners need to win, which is not turning the ball over and completing enough passes. Well, yeah, it's one of those things like where you have Christian McCaffrey, you know, it's yeah. good to have a weapon at quarterback, but you don't need a weapon at quarterback. Right, and Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo, I believe, is back next week. So Niners did win the NFC West with this game. Seahawks playoff hopes are crumbling. So I, I want to say like Tyler Lockett got hurt and maybe DK Metcalf is also hurt now. So that's like that's kind of the end of the Seahawks. Coverage pretty bare. Uh, Saturday, I know you're watching bowl games, but mm -hmm. Saturday in the NFL had some absolute bangers. That is what I heard, uh, especially this fuck, because I got this wrong initially. Uh, this Colts Vikings thing, I thought it was the other way yeah. around, but this was. <laughs> Look at this fucking win probability. <laughs> uh, so the That's Colts crazy. blew the largest lead in NFL history 33 yes. to 0. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan again at the helm of a massive, embarrassing, record-setting lead blown. You know, it's it's one of those things where at a certain point he's got to look in the mirror and go, maybe it's not the teams, maybe it's yeah. me. But I mean, the first half was just the Colts dominating the fucking Vikings on all sides of the ball. Like punt return, block punt return for a touchdown, pick six, you know, offensive touchdown. Although you will see that there's a lot of field goals and there's, that's kind of like the the offense never really got going outside of the one touchdown pass. And that's kind of what killed them in the you know second half is the Vikings stopped fucking up and Justin Jefferson is still kind of insane. Even with like a lighter game with only... It's, it's a light game for Justin Jefferson with 123 yards. How many gritties did he hit though? Uh, one. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, Colts uh, get embarrassed on the national first Saturday game of the year. Go up 33-0. I feel like the, like given how bad Colts are this season, I feel like that's the most Colts thing that could happen. It really is. Especially with Matt Ryan at the helm. And like, it went. The game went to overtime. Uh, the Vikings ended up got the ball first, ended up having a punt, and the Colts like at that point they just had to get the field goal, and they couldn't go anywhere with the ball. Um, I mean, I guess they got about to midfield and then stalled out, and then gave up some large chunk plays to the Vikings with basically no time left to lose to a field goal. Because it was looking like the Colts might have had two ties this year. But they managed to Colts it, so. Yeah. What's funny is, 
what what is going on in in a, the NFL South this year? Because I'm looking at the AFC South standings. One team has a winning record, Tennessee Titans. I say winning, it's 500, so I guess that's even. Uh, we of course the the horrors of the NFC South are all too well known. What is going on with Southern NFL teams this year? Which, to be fair, Indianapolis is not in the South. So when I say South, you know, of course, I mean, you know, divisional. But well, I mean, a lot of them basically don't have quarterbacks. True. And the ones that do the rest of the team kind of fucking sucks or the coach fucking sucks. So. Mm. Hate to see it. And maybe they're just tanking. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Making the sound. Not that there's really anyone to tank for, but uh now the sleeper game, Ravens Browns. Of course Lamar Jackson is still hurt, so they got Tyler Huntley or whatever his <laughs> name is. Yeah, Tyler Huntley. He sucks. Yeah. Uh very low scoring game, barely any point. I believe Justin Tucker missed like multiple field goals, which like oof. That doesn't really happen much when he's Yeah, I was about to say like I mean, he's like Mr. Automatic. Yeah, and he missed multiple field goals in this game. So it's like, oh my. Mm. I think we need congressional hearings into that. Potentially, but that uh, that loss by the Ravens did set up the Bengals to take over the AFC North, which kind of paid. Sure, yeah. And then the Sunday night or Saturday night game. We got the Bills-Dolphins matchup again. Very hyped up game. Snow game. You'll love to see that. Mm-hmm. This game was back and forth the whole time. It's came down to the literal last second where the Bills won on a field goal kick. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Allen being the passing and rushing leader. Let's go, oh, man. Yeah. Josh, Josh Allen put this game on his back. Love he to ran see for the two-point conversion to even give them a shot for the game-winning field goal. We love Josh Allen around here. We do. We're big Josh Allen fans. We also really like to... Uh, Obviously, oh, not yeah. a great game for the Dolphins. But. Yeah, but I mean, let's be real here. All right, you, you, your practice facility's down in Miami, right? It's a balmy right. like seventy down there, like year round. And you go up to Buffalo, where it's the fucking like beyond the wall from Game of Thrones. There's White Walkers in the stands, right? There's bullshit going on. So you know, home field advantage definitely came into play here. But oh, for sure, and like. But, I say it was a it wasn't a great game for them, but they did take them down to literally the last play. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, if this was held in a neutral site game, do the Dolphins win? Maybe, but uh, they it didn't, and they didn't. So, and that's how it always. Yeah, uh, but the Dolphins remain a very very good team. Yeah. So, all right, moving on to Sunday, Eagles Bears. The Eagles, like, fucked around and almost lost to the Bears. It's kind of embarrassing. Well, I feel like the Eagles are almost in a little bit way just kind of in, like, autopilot at this point. Because what what do you have to lose at this point? You've already... You're not, uh, gonna, you're not going... You're not playing for an undefeated season, right? So at this point, in my mind, you're just trying not to get hurt. Sure, but technically they do need to still win another game or else they can lose the first overall seed and lose their bye. Hmm. Then maybe uh, maybe I got a little too confident then. Maybe, but also like Jalen Hurts came out and threw two really embarrassing picks like back to back, so that's pretty mm-hmm. bad by him. That's not great now. 
It's not no, but the Bears fucking suck, so they managed to pull that win off. I I say that though because like in in a lot of the post game stuff and everything, I mean, they just seemed almost lackadaisical, but not not like in a bad way, like not in like oh aloof, just kind of in a very laid back. I mean, Jalen Hurts, who is always very upbeat, was m- even more upbeat than usual. So it just it just seemed like the attitude of the team was just very like, eh, whatever. Yeah, probably. I mean, not a great game for them, but they pulled off the win, so. Mm-hmm. And that's all I care to talk about the Eagles this week. So let's go on to your Saints beating the Falcons. Oh, my God. And, like, this was nothing, certainly not a special game out of the Saints. Why is... they, they started off looking very, very good. Can we just give a shout out that drive. The, Fal- the Saints did not win this game. Desmond Ritter lost this game. That is that is fair. Yes. Gee, oh my god. Man, poor, poor Falcons. Poor Falcons. You got Desmond Ritter filling in for the injured Marcus Mariota. And then there at the, your third sitting in the wings is Logan Woodside out of Toledo, a seventh round pick. Oof. That's rough. That's 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 a that's a bad quarterback room right there, bud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so I mean the NFC South standing, they're fucking nuts. Six and eight, five and nine. That's what I, nine, that's exactly what I'm nine. saying. Like I was dunking on the AFC South a little bit, but the NFC South is literally just a shit show. Alright? It is I mean, you've literally got teams playing not for their life. They're just playing so they're not the worst team. Yeah. Oh my god. It's just so it's so embarrassing though. Hey, but you guys got to win, so that's, that's something. Uh well, I put an asterisk next to it, but yeah, we got to win. Speaking of wins, the Lions, another big dub for them, moving yeah, up really? to 500. Yeah, exactly, man. And like the Jets' defense is extremely good, so it's a pretty big dub for the Lions. The man, the so the Lions are very much in it in the hunt, right? Oh yeah. Could the Lions like be some sort of team of destiny? Like I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say they are, but at this point, it's like everything is kind of coming up Detroit. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I think we are setting up for a week 18 game in Lambeau for their playoff spot. Which, if they win that, it is it is kind of a team of destiny feel, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff is, I mean, He's playing bad. his best football. Not bad. He's been slinging it all year long. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson was back in, because Mike White, he has gotten concussion protocol last, last week, and I saw that he went to like 10 different doctors and none of them would clear him. <laughs> hey, you'd love to see that hustle, though. Yeah, homie wanted to play ball because he love knows to see he doesn't that hustle. starts. So. Yeah, you'd love to see that hustle. I mean, but considering how, like, I mean, he kind of showed out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, 317 yards and 18 completed passes, pretty good. I mean, the interception wasn't great. It looks like his QBR was only 37.5, so it looks mm. like his uh, he has the yards, but the contribution might have not been very much in a hit. Uh-huh. 
And uh, yeah, Jets dropped to seven and seven as well. So their playoff hopes are crumbling. They're now last place in the AFC East. Steelers with uh, old Mitch Trubisky starting. They looked kind of hot for a bit. Their starting drive was seven minutes, 12 plays. Then in the start of the second quarter, they came out. Came out in the second half with 21 play, 11 minute, 43 touchdown drive. Jesus. How do you even have that many plays in a drive? I, I, I'm not sure. I guess just you don't move the ball. You move the ball a lot, but not very far. Yeah, I guess they got a third down every time and converted on third down every time. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah, but the Panthers suck. Yes, they do. It's nice to see the Steelers have a shot to have a at least not losing season, even though I still think they probably won't. Get it back to 500. Mm-hmm. We're big Tomlin fans around this place. Oh, we have big Tomlin respecters. Uh, now, shout out to my boy T-Law in the Jags. Dude, this was a Dallas ball Cowboys. game, man. This game fucked. It did. Because at first, it was looking like, like Dallas was just going to do that bullshit again. Where it's like, oh, they're just going to blow them out. Nope. Yeah. Nope. T-Law got in the locker room, and he rallied the fucking troops, man. He sure did. And last second field goal to take it to overtime. Uh, they they go nowhere. They go three and out to start overtime. Dallas gets the ball and a pick six to bring it home for the Jack. You love to see it. Yeah, and that's I, I've said that before. To me, that is T-Law's like, intangible, right? his leadership ability. I've, right. I've told the story about uh, during the COVID year when it was looking like there was not even going to be college football. And the first player to get up, stand up, and lead the charge and say, no, 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 we want to play, right? Y'all don't, you guys in like suits and offices and, you know, league headquarters, you, you don't make that call. We, the players, whose health you're trying to make some stand for, we want to play. And, you know, even though at the time he was, you know, Clemson quarterback, uh, who I hate, they have beat us before, uh, it was a huge respect moment because it was like, man, that's... Because at the time, it was not politically correct for that to be said, right? It was very yeah. much at that time, you know, oh, you know, I'm not going to get too deep in it, you know, Twitch rules, but... um the the leadership that's his intangible and i think right there you look at that first half uh versus that second half that's leadership that's what you get from that oh, kind yeah. of player and so with this win the jags are six and eight one below the Titans, and they already beat the titans once this uh year and they play him in the last game of the season so there's a shot the jaguars win the afc south and go to the playoffs <laughs> That's Which, so you know, I, I wouldn't hate to see. I wouldn't either, no, because, I mean, the Titans are shit, so I don't yeah, see I mean, them having I, a lot I love Derrick Henry, but the rest oh, of the yeah. Titans are dog shit, and I want oh, to yeah. watch that team. So. Yeah. Speaking, uh, of, speaking of good teams almost fucking around and losing to bad teams. Yeah, fucking Texans taking the Chiefs to overtime. Oh. 
pretty embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. Like, I, I don't even really know what to say about this one. The, the Chiefs just played like... Like, they didn't even play that bad. They just... It, but, I mean, it's the 1-12 in 12 Texans. Like, Who's their one win against? Uh, oh, the, the Jacks. Oh, wow, that's embarrassing. Uh, oh, the God. Jackson had they a tied the Colts. <laughs> yeah, that, their season opener, they tied the oh, Colts. Oh, my was God. Oh, the, yeah, that's, this is just depressing to look at. Let's move on. Okay. Oh, my God. The Broncos won a football game? Yeah, well, this was, you know, backup quarterback battle. Who fucking. the hell is... Trace McSorley out of Penn no, State. No, Brett Ripien. Um, bro, he was their quarterback out of Boise State. I think he's been their starter for a few weeks with Russ Hart. I have never heard of that. No, they just, they just made him up. That's not a real person. Trace but McSorley, hey, they, I know that name. They scored uh, over 20 points again and won a game, so it's yeah, pretty man. big for them. Four wins. Man, that's... So the fucking... A lot of questions that raises about, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, is it is it Russ? Is Russ not cooking? I, I think for a while it was a mix of Russ and the brand new head coach, and just their like ideas clashing, probably, and then probably they just never really worked it out together. I don't think Russ and hack it are ever going to work out together so who knows what the fuck happens there but russ is the one with the big contract so yeah. i suspect the head coach will be going poor russ though. yeah the immovable object meets the big ass contract which i mean uh fucking walmart don't, family owns the broncos so it's not like money's a huge issue but mm-hmm. i think some cap issues start happening with you know all that bullshit mm-hmm. and then on to the uh what the fuck happened game? Oh god. I hate Where I hate this on? this little image they got here on ESPN of Mac Jones just sitting there. Yeah, because it wasn't Mac's fault at all. No. I mean kinda had a shit game. Yeah. Oh but... uh, no, no, n- not kind of did have a shit game. You yeah. put him head to head against Derek Carr and he looks like a he looks like a fucking rookie. Which I sure, suppose it but... kind of is, but he he kind of is. I mean, brand new coach from last year when his rookie year, so that's that. Yeah. Uh I mean the receiving core for the Raiders is significantly better than the Pats. Like, true, true, true. This Pats team, like, it doesn't look like a Bill Belichick team. They just they're making mistakes on like all levels. Like I think they had like a punt blocked at one point. Yeah. Punt the blocked punt. Just shit like that that you never saw out of, you know, the Super Bowl Pat teams. Right. And it's just kind of like, is Bill getting ready to hang up the coat and quit coaching? Well, it, it's, you could add, you could bring up the same thing because it's very related, of course, with Nick Saban, who is, you know, a disciple, former assistant of Bill Belichick, who is also right. on like a streak of really bad seasons. It's like, I, yeah, maybe. Like, maybe, maybe we're just kind of getting to that point of turnover where like some of these like, this generation, that what well, that generation of coaches is like, probably should start thinking about hanging it up. Yeah, which kind of sucks. But we do have to talk about the fucking final play of this game. 
Yes, we do. Uh, game All was tied, so it could have gone to overtime. Just figured out in overtime. I, I but... wanted to give, before we get into it, I wanted to give one interesting stat. The Pats gave up 13 points in 32 seconds. So, yeah. Yeah. So, old Mac Jones throws it to, I want to say, Ramon J. Stevenson. Yes. And he was, like, shredding it up the field. Like, Oh, yeah. Got, like, but, 30, 40 yards. But no time on the clock. But it, no the game the is clock. tied, though. The game is tied, though. Keep right. that in mind. And then he passes it back, or, like, he laterals it to yeah. Jacoby Myers, I want to say. Right. At which point, he's also about to get tackled. So, he, And so he also tries to lateral, except he throws it right to a Raiders player where there's Chandler literally Jones. no pass players around. Yeah. Who then just runs it in for a touchdown. Who stiff over. arms Mac in the process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mac had to go for the tackle. But... Of course. But I mean, he's not a, he's not a tackler. No. So yeah, homie basically got the ball after other homie put in all the effort and then threw it right to a Raiders player. Yeah. Like... Just, That's pretty devastating. It's tied. The game is tied. You know, you, you, great run, great hustle. Go down, slide, take the, just to, to get on the ground. The first lateral, like the second lateral, we can point to it and say that was stupid as fuck. But so was the first lateral because there was no reason to lateral at all. Just go down, going to overtime. Yup. Insane insane that's, that's kind of like my whole point about the bill belichick team yeah. like undisciplined weird yeah. ass decisions that yeah. never happen yeah and it's also a little bit of desperation though i think which yeah. is an indication of its own for the culture because they are out there hustling and trying to make shit happen but there's this thing that it's like i have to make it happen I have to make it happen. And as they so famously say, there is no I in team, so. Nope. So. Uh, Titans, Chargers. We said it earlier, the Titans suck. Yeah. The Chargers are all right. I didn't actually watch this game because there were a lot better ones on during the time slot. Fair, valid, and real. That's about all I had to say about that one. Uh, sure. Bengals, Bucks. This was a solid game. Uh, definitely a tale of two halves here. Yeah, it really was. Again, uh, again, this is another tale of a young leader on a team. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Bucks start off surprisingly hot, scoring 17 points in the first half. I know it's surprisingly hot this year, at least. That's definitely sure. not that's kind of standard for how they used to be. But. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, Bengals looked rough. They couldn't get anything done on offense for the first half. They go into the locker room. They come out. Force a turnover on downs in their own territory. I don't know what happened there. Try to fake punt. But, hmm. uh, Bengals get a field goal off that. They come out. Brady throws a pick. Bengals get a touchdown off that. Bucks come out. Fumble the ball. Bengals get a touchdown off that. Fumble the ball again. Touchdown throw another pick and it's just kind of turnover after turnover every drive for the bucks and the bengals just surged past them which now speaking of the bucks specifically i mean the bengals looking 
pretty good to win their division. That's great. We like the Bengals. Uh, now, during the week last week, like uh, the Bucks coaches accused Brady of like changing the plays and whatnot, and that's why they're bad. Which like, I don't know, dog. Like Brian Byron Leftwich, like he has a pretty bad coaching history. I'm pretty sure this man is not some amazing coach, and mm-hmm. kind of the best the Bucks have looked all this year like in two minute drives when brady takes over fully so yeah yeah and throwing your qb under the bus is a bold bold choice well i think the reason they're doing it is they're trying to protect their asses because if if brady does choose to play again next year he's a free agent and he's definitely not staying on the box no and so i think they're just kind of throwing that out there to be like oh we're we're fine coaching this is on brady this isn't like us being shit coaches when the reality is they just fucking suck at yeah they just suck hey uh brady you know it's a lovely weather in new orleans this time of year so just throwing that out there yeah i mean new orleans does have a pretty good team around the shit quarterbacks so. yeah I was <laughs> yeah 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 and maybe you get sean payton to come out of retirement with brady coming back and who knows mm-hmm. i guess time will tell time indeed will tell and then Sunday Night Football, my boys, the New York Football Giants. Mm. No, hey, massive... no, no big hat could save him from this one. No, my, my boys, goal line stand to keep the dub. Uh, I mean, my boy Kayvon Thibodeau, who fell to us because he talked about NFTs in his draft interviews. You'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. Strip sack, picked up the ball, scored. Absolutely love to see it. And, you know, again, not an amazing performance out of the Giants, but we won, and we're still in the playoff hunt. We really need to win this game to remain in the playoff hunt. Let's talk about that last play, though. I mean, you can talk about it. I don't... We won the game. That's all I care about. That's pass interference. You know it. I know it. Yes, I know, I know, I know. You won. You still won, but... That's pass interference, so... Guess what? They didn't call other penalties on against us earlier. Yeah, so well, I guess that's that a duty that way. And also, even if they did complete the pass, and they would have I to know, another so play for two yeah, pointer. Yeah, yeah. And listen, all I can say is don't put yourself in a place where you need that. True, true, and real, true, real, and valid. The the Giants. I will say it. We're not a very good team. We're probably get if we make the playoffs. We're probably gonna get fucked on. Actually, who would we play if we were the last seed? No idea. Let me look into that. Standing playoff. Uh, as of right now, we would be playing the San Francisco 49ers. So, yeah, we Woof. would get absolutely destroyed. Woof, as the kids would say. Oh, got too far. And that was this week's NFL. I mean, mm-hmm. Tomorrow we got Baker Mayfield and the L.A. Rams up against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. That, that could be that could be a pretty good game. It could. I'd love to see another big dub out of Baker. Me too. Packers are favored by a touchdown, but as we've all seen, the Packers kind of stink this season. Sure. So hopefully there's some. Uh, hopefully it's a good game. Moving on to Week 16. Jags Jets Thursday night football in Jets Stadium. Jets coming off a brutal loss to the Lions. 
Shout out to T Law being three thirty of five hundred passes this that's, year. That's that's pretty good. It's a very flat number. Mm-hmm. Uh, the line is even right now. I'm definitely pulling for the Jags. I'd love to see. You. I, I mean, I definitely support T Law and the Jags over fucking Zach Wilson. The Jets, mm-hmm. so. Let's see that happen. Uh, Saturday, Christmas Eve, the Bills are going to destroy the Bears. Uh, your Saints are probably going to get fucked on by the Browns. Probably. Say that. No, I'm used to it. That's a uh, lot of games on Saturday. Holy shit. Yeah, since Christmas is Sunday, yeah. they only do like the single game in each time slot. Uh, Texans, Titans. Well, the Titans should win this game by a lot, but the Texans always play the Titans very close, so we'll see. Uh, Chiefs are going to destroy the Seahawks. Uh, Giants, Vikings. I have. Uh, I mean, the Vikings, like, with how much of a fucking crazy ass team they are, uh, anything could happen in this game. I have no idea. Like, we should get destroyed by the Vikings, but they're also super inconsistent. I don't know. Uh, Bengals, Paths. Bengals are only 3.5 point favorites, but I'm pretty sure they're going to destroy the path. Lions are going to beat the shit out of the Panthers. Ravens probably beat the shit out of the Falcons. Uh, Niners going to beat the shit out of the Commanders. Eagles, Cowboys, 425 on Fox. That should be a good game. That has a lot of implement. I forgot how to speak words. Sad. Mm, same. Uh, that one's important for the first seed in the playoffs. Like, I mean, I don't think the, the Cowboys technically could win the NFC East if they won out and the Eagles lost out, which I don't think the Eagles are going to lose out because they play the Cowboys, the Saints, and then the Giants. So it's pretty... Outside of the Cowboys, it's not too rough schedule for them. Uh, Saturday night, Christmas Eve game is Raiders-Steelers. I don't know how I feel about that game being the Saturday night game. Because that is not very hype. And then Christmas football. I love Christmas football, even though these matchups are terrible. Uh, Packers-Dolphins at one. Uh, Go Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Rams-Broncos at 4.30. Go Rams, I guess, with Baker. I mean, I don't love LA, but I do like Baker, so... If I got to support Baker on the Rams, I'll support Baker on the Rams. And then Bucks Cardinals, Christmas night football. Go Bucks. And that was the NFL this week. That was the NFL this week. Sorry, I was trying to think if there's. Yeah, you're good. I'm trying to think if there was any big news I forgot. Don't remember. Nah, nothing's coming off the top of my head, and we don't have anything in the notes. I think Mike Leach kind of overshadowed anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it was it was another great week in football. Unfortunately, we're getting to the point where there's not a lot of good weeks left in football. So. Yeah, there's 55 days to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and there's only two, three weeks really left in college. So, and one of those weeks is just waiting for the uh, natty. So, yeah, kind of depressing. 
that's that's I think I said that at some point early in the season. It's like that's that's the thing about football that is bittersweet because if you like the holidays, the problem is the closer you get to the holidays, the less football you have. So, yep, is what it is. But uh, you know what? Hey, we're gonna appreciate it while we got it, and we have football every day this week. So, I'm gonna watch the shit out of it. You're gonna watch the shit out of it. Everyone else is going to watch the shit out of it, and we're just going to love it while we got it. It is Christmas week. I'm looking forward to Christmas. You got any big plans? Uh, so I'm I'm kind of stuck at home because of my new job, like requires right. me to with the training and whatnot. But yeah, so I don't really have big plans, but I am thinking I might make up some not very very Christmassy food, but I am kind of feeling some Nashville hot fried chicken sliders on Christmas Day. So that's kind of my Christmas plan right now. Okay. Yeah, mine's about the same. Uh, I'm going to eat too much, and I'm going to watch too much football. So Now, are, this is show-related. Are we doing our show on Christmas night? Are we going to delay it to the next day? What's our plan there? Uh, oh, I didn't think about Sunday being Christmas night. Hmm. Yeah, we'll do it on Monday. All right. We'll do it on Monday. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't want to do a show on Christmas, do you? I mean, I'll be home alone, so it's not a huge deal to me, but... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can just do it Monday. It's not yeah, a big we'll, deal. Yeah, we'll do it Monday. I'll also be home alone on Monday. Man, you know, you keep saying that, and it's not its not any less depressing, uh, you know, the more you say it, so... Uh, let's yeah, see, I, you know I, what? I'm oh, here I... with my tree, so... Oh, okay, what kind of tree you got? Uh, so since I'm, like, in my pretty temporary apartment it's just like a fit a small fit one i say okay. small but my mom bought me a fucking seven foot fake tree so based uh yeah i, th- I feel like we have, we've actually had that conversation yeah because i was uh, i'm very pro real tree i tell you what my not to get off on too much of a tangent before we wrap this up but uh my my tree this year man i oh chef guess i i am an artist with trees man i can keep that some bitch going for i i swear to god this tree will live until march i'm not even joking base yeah i'm just yeah i mean uh, i'm definitely a real tree promoter but yeah. in yeah. my apartment it's on a carpet it's yeah and you're you're like upstairs so. too aren't you yeah i'd have to yeah. carry a tree yeah upstairs. <laughs> yeah I, I feel like that's a real tree is a white house dream so which you know given the way things are going hey maybe that's a little bit sooner than we think so uh, uh, let's, let's consider that a walk off right there. Say goodnight, bud. Good night.